How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Monday, October the 1st. No, it's November the 1st. It's a brand new month. Oh, man, gotta get my month straight. Hey, folks, hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had a great Halloween. And let's get into the news. First of all, the latest entry in the Mario Party franchise has now released, Mario Party Superstars. And it's the game that everybody's been asking for. It's a throwback to the old Mario Party games. Uh, it's a compilation of boards and mini-games, all kind of smashed into one. Now, I would say overall, critics have reviewed the game quite positively, because it really brings the franchise back to basics. None of the extra stuff that has been added on to the franchise over the last multiple iterations are in this game. And of course, it's really easy to compare to the most recent release that came out on the Switch. It's very simple. There's four players, you take turns rolling dice, you move around the board, you play mini-games, and you try and get stars. That's about it. And for a lot of people, this was enough. Critics are happy. I think player reception has been generally pretty good. There's some quality-of-life options in there, like the ability to control how many turns a game will have. You can choose which mini-games you actually want to play. There's online multiplayer. Super cool. I think one of the only downsides that really came up was the limited selection of boards. There's only five of them. And for a compilation title, you, you know, might expect more options to be available. Nonetheless, this wasn't a huge concern. People were maybe proposing there might be some updates or DLC that might be coming around, but you can't really count on that. And as it is, you know, five boards is enough, I think. Anyway, here's a great summary from Game Informer. Quote, The Mario Party franchise, with its interchangeable boards and minigames, is tailor-made for the compilation format. Mario Party Superstars aptly executes the notion of bringing together the best of the franchise while adding improved online features, plus options to let you play the way you want. Despite its lacking selection of game boards, Mario Party Superstars is a blast, regardless of how many parties you've attended in the past. End quote. So, if you'd like to play the game, it is available now on the Nintendo Switch. The development studio Crafton, who is most well-known for PUBG, previously known as Bluehole, has acquired another studio called Unknown Worlds, who you probably know from the indie games Subnautica and Subnautica Below Zero. Now, as we often hear with acquisitions, the companies claim that Unknown Worlds will be an independent studio, where not much is changing for them. They have the same leadership, the same everything. They just get more resources. Uh, and they also confirmed that they will be continuing updates for the Subnautica franchise and working on a new project, which is going to release into early access next year. So that's very exciting. Now, it's pretty interesting. Unknown Worlds becomes Crafton's sixth subsidiary behind Blue Hole Studio, PUBG Studios, and Striking Distance Studio. There's some others, but they're smaller. Now, I think, you know, indie studios getting acquired is just becoming more and more common. And now that Crafton is throwing their hat into the race here, man, the, the consolidation of the industry, it's happening fast for sure. Subnautica, by the way, fantastic game. I'm super happy the developers are getting some resources that they deserve. Highly, highly recommend the game. Okay, so last Friday, the very popular game creation platform Roblox went down for more than two days. So as of this recording, which is a Sunday evening, uh, the most recent announcement is that they're working on bringing some various regions back online. But the fact that it was down for more than two days is a pretty major deal. Uh, if you don't know, Roblox is one of the biggest games in the world right now. Over 150 million people play it every month, and over half of all children under 16 years old uh, in the United States play it. So a multi-day outage affects a lot of people, and certainly it affects a lot of revenue, both for Roblox and anybody who's making something on Roblox. 
Now, there was some speculation that maybe the crash had something to do with an influx of users participating in a partnership they did with Chipotle because they're giving away a bunch of free burritos through Roblox. Uh, But they basically said, ah, no, it's not that. And honestly, if it was that, it probably would have been fixed a lot sooner. So anyway, here's your bi-monthly reminder that Roblox is way bigger than you think it is. (laughs) Okay, just some rapid-fire news here. CD Projekt has announced that all of the updates for Cyberpunk 2077 have been delayed until next year. If you're interested in games done quick, they released the games list for AGDQ. Feel free to check that out. Some interesting ones in there. The director of the Uncharted franchise, Amy Hennig, has announced that she's going to be working on a Marvel game with her new game studio, Skydance. And actually, that is all of the news. So, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Greatly appreciated. Back with the news tomorrow, as always. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hello, my friends. Uh, I couldn't record an after show yesterday because our our day was just jam-packed, and I barely even fit in the regular show. But I, I got up in the morning, and we had to do a bunch of stuff for the house sitting, including a interview. We actually got to meet a a house owner and, you know, basically do like a a video call. It went really well. We talked for like 45 minutes to an hour. It was pretty good, but we'll we'll hear back from them soon, hopefully. And then immediately after that, we went to my grandmother's house. And, you know, I haven't seen her in a long time. She made some incredible food. Oh my God. I feel like such a noob at cooking things because we make the same things all the time. We have like 10 recipes in a, in a recipe manager. And then we just rotate those endlessly for the last couple of years. I'm just like, man, I really got to shake things up here. Every time we go somewhere else, there were, they, you know what the problem is, though, is that like we don't like spending a lot of time making food. That's what the problem is. If I'm spending more than an hour to make food, I'm starting to question the value of the end product. And unless the food I'm making is about to blow my mind, uh, you know, you haven't captured me with the idea of cooking. So... That's why we have the 10 recipes, because we know what they are, they know how long how long they take, we know the portions, and we're good to go. So, I don't know, I, I, do, I do need to push myself to be a little better about it, that's for sure, just to get something new in the system. And anyway, what else is going on? Not much with me, I haven't been able to play a lot of video games, because like I said, I've been pretty busy. Yesterday was jam-packed, today was jam-packed. I, I had to write postcards all day, <laughs> it's taking me way longer than I expected it to, which is fine. But, uh, you know, I've got a good good stack of them next to me right now. We've got to do a lot more still. And then tonight, Shelby is throwing a Halloween party with a bunch of friends. I'm not going to be participating very much in this party. I'm going to pop up, eat some food, meet her friends, and then be like, okay, see ya, because uh, I just got so much to do, to be honest. But I'm hoping to sneak in some gaming at some point. As for today's news, uh, I'm super happy to hear about Mario Party. You know, they they promised something, and... They needed to fulfill that promise, because if it ended up sucking, then people would have been real sad. So the fact that it came out and people like it means that I'm probably going to buy it at some point if I am able to organize the the party to make it happen, because Mario Party is a classic. Freaking love that game. Also, uh, Roblox, I mean, okay, always astounded at how big the game is. But then, you know, for my work, I work a lot with mobile games, and one of the mobile uh, subgenres that is very popular for gaming is called hyper casual. Hyper casual are basically Steam asset flips, except on mobile. Very, very low budget, usually created within like a month. 
and they don't expect players to play it for very long. They expect players to move on to their next game very, very fast. Anyway, some of the rabbit holes that I end up falling into is going onto YouTube and looking for gameplay of these hyper casual games. And then I come across the YouTubers for kids, right? I, I see a lot of it for the hyper casual stuff. I see a lot of it for Roblox. And sometimes they can be very good. In fact, back in the day, I used to actually watch, not as a kid, as a fully grown adult, I would watch a YouTube channel called Stampy Longlegs. If, if you have a child, um, you know, that likes Minecraft, I'm sure you've heard of it. He was a Minecraft YouTuber. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm assuming he still is. I haven't Googled him in a long time. Stampy Longlegs. Or sorry, Stampy, Stampy Longhead. Sorry. <laughs> Stampy Longhead. Yeah, he's still, he's still doing Minecraft. Wow. And anyway, you watch, you watch his videos and it's just like pure joy. And, an, and as an adult, I, I enjoyed watching it. Like, he didn't talk down to, to the kids, who's obviously his main demographic. He does like, he has like this consistent intro where he eats a cake and he chooses which dog he's going to take to go along on his journeys. And he adds somebody's name to uh, a heart of, or a wall of, what does he call it? The wall of hearts? Heart wall? I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a heart made out of Minecraft blocks. And then he puts a sign on the front with somebody's name. And so, you know, all the kids get to have their name in his world. And anyway, I watched the channel. I thought it was great, you know, and then I watch other channels and I'm like, eh, I'm a little disappointed. And maybe, maybe I would feel that I wouldn't feel this way if I just saw what they were doing on traditional television. You know, I watch a television show. I'm like, whatever, it's a kid's show. But I watch them doing it on YouTube where, I don't know, they just overreact to everything and they have these very loud sound effects and it's fine. It's fine. And I don't want to be the boomer who's like, I, I don't get it. But I'm also like, it, it, it feels very degrading to the kid, I guess. And I understand that kids enjoy it, but I think you can make very wholesome, positive types of content that are actually going to benefit the kid in some way and the, and the way that they interpret the world and interact with other people. Whereas a lot of that content seems to come off sometimes kind of toxic or is clearly like, hey, I am a creator who needs to get as much value as possible out of these children. Give me my money. Keep watching my videos instead of, hey, you're a child and you're easily influenced and I'm going to make sure I do the right thing for you. Right. So anyway, cynical Adrian is done. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm out of here, folks. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Back tomorrow. Farewell. <laughs>